Man on His Own, Episode 3. This week, Amazon's got delivery robots, pythons are coming out of lights, crazy-ass vegans, and a man who fights a bear with a jackknife. Here we go. So welcome back. Let's get right into headlines. Uh, this first headline is disturbing on so many angles. Uh, so you all know that Amazon is pretty much hiring any uh, jerk-off off the street uh, to deliver packages, and now you're seeing that people are getting robbed. There's a big surprise by these quote-unquote Amazon delivery drivers. Well, now Amazon has what they call Scout Aut- Autonomous Delivery Robots. Uh, the beginning deliveries in California because people in California love this stuff. Uh, so they have these six-wheeled little sidewalk-driving delivery robots that are going around making deliveries. Now, currently, they're they're not alone. They're what, what Amazon calls uh, ambassadors, which are people that like walk these things like freaking dogs around the street. Um, so not only will these random people from Amazon come and rob you, but now these robots will probably inherit your house as well. Uh, have none of these people seen any of the Terminator movies or really any robot-based movie in the last century? Uh, this is like three steps away from these things driving around and shooting our cars. All right. Uh, this is this is <laughs> this is disturbing. Uh, they started out with drones. They wanted the whole drone delivery thing. That didn't work. I'll put a, a link up again. It's at Man on His Own on my Twitter account, so you can see what these little things look like. They're cute. They're 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 cute. They have a little prime smiley face on them, which I'm sure is great. Until you know they start to wipe out humanity and all team up together and take us over. Uh, this says a lot of thought went into the initial scout design, both in terms of making sure it's able to survive the many miles and coming up with a design that looks and feels approachable. Yeah, that's what I like my robots to feel like. I want my robots to feel approachable so that when it runs over me and cuts my head off and uses it as a target practice, it can be approachable. The only thing Amazon needs to worry about is why the hell when I pay for Prime does it take five days for my two-day Prime package to get there? That's the only thing Amazon needs to worry about. I don't care if it's delivered by a robot, a dog, a pigeon, an ex-con. I just want the goddamn thing delivered on time. Am I the only one? All right. I'm tired of being able to track wherever the thing is and finding out that a package left New York and went to, went to New Mexico to switch its way back. Okay? I don't need a robot. I need my damn package delivered on time. So this whole idea behind trying to cheap themselves out of human labor and add these robots in, I don't like this. I don't like robots. I don't like smart robots. Love technology. But I've watched all the movies. I've seen all the things. I know what's going to happen. I can just see it now. They're all going to link up. They're all going to get together. They're going to be driving around by themselves. And these these people that they, they call the... Uh, their little babysitters there, uh, they're going to end up being the ones that get killed first. This is like a bad horror movie. I can see this happening right off the top. Um, so how do you feel about robots delivering your packages? Uh, I think it's a little strange. I really don't want to see it. Again, I just want my package on time. I don't care who the hell delivers it. This next headline, it grabbed me because of the specifics of it, but it's a it shows a bigger problem. So it says, Olivia Jade has no plans to return to USC, still holds resentment for mom, Lori Laughlin. This is uh, Aunt Becky's daughter, you know, Aunt Becky from Full House. Uh, they paid all this money and they faked the fact that she was on like the crew team. You know the story. 
this bitch thinks she's going back to USC? Are you kidding me? Sweetheart, you weren't even supposed to go to USC. They paid for you to get in. So the fact that she has no plans of returning, honey, you didn't qualify to get in. Your parents paid. Okay, they paid their way. They tricked their way in. You didn't go to class. USC doesn't want you back. You're going to be lucky if you get to go to community college. So my issue, I guess, is partially with Olivia Jade, or I don't really care. I didn't know the woman until the fact until this thing came out. This is a whole another issue. People of her age group, the millennials, all right, they think that they're like entitled to this. Like she went to USC. Her parents paid to get her in. Uh, you know, she pretends like she doesn't know about it. She goes to college, she doesn't go to class. She does some YouTube video about the fact that she's not going to class. She just wants to hang out and party and drink and all that stuff. And don't we all? Uh, and now she's talking about the fact, yeah, she doesn't think she's going back. Did anyone say they wanted you back? I'm pretty sure they don't want you back. I'm pretty sure they want nothing to do with you. They want nothing to do with Aunt Becky. They want nothing to do with Aunt Becky's husband, uh, who's the Massimo guy there. They don't want to deal with you. So I, I have to laugh my ass off when I read this article because it just shows that this generation that's coming up, how they feel about things. Oh, I, I want to go to USC, so I'm just going to go to USC. No, you dumbass. You have to earn it. That's what happens. That's what happens to the rest of us when we you know, graduate high school. We have to earn where we go next, whether it's a job, whether it's college, whatever it is. We have to earn our grades. We have to earn our paycheck. You know, and somehow, for some god-awful reason – this upcoming generation thinks that they're entitled to something. Well, I'm entitled to a job and I'm entitled to $70,000 a year. You're not. I got news for you. Okay. You're not. Wake up. Wake up and figure it out. Because if you don't, you're going to be on the street. You're going to be living in your parents' basement and they're not going to be able to support you either. Trust me. I'm a parent. I love my kids to death. I do not want them living in my basement. They're five, three, and one. I barely want them in my house now. I kid. Okay, but this is ridiculous. Grow up has no plans to return to USC. I want to puke on my freaking phone, you dumbass. They don't want you there. They didn't want you there in the first place. You tricked them into getting in. Your mommy paid your money to get in. Give me a break. Grow up, you group of babies. You're not entitled to a damn bit of things. Okay, figure it out on your own like the rest of us had to do. Get over it. That's how it works. It's ridiculous. Agree? Disagree? You tell me. Um, this next article comes to us uh, from Yahoo's News UK. And it, I, it caught my eye because it says, huge python slithers out of bathroom light just as kids were brushing their teeth. Um, so what, <laughs> this pic, I gotta, again, I'll put it up, at man in his own. There's a python coming out of the light fixture, just dangling there. When I was a kid, I brought home a garter snake. Anyone knows what a garter snake is? like 12 to 16 inches long. You know, typical snake that you get around. No fangs, nothing like that. And I had it in a tank at my house, and it got loose. And I lost it. I didn't know where it was. And I came out to my mother, and I was probably like 12 or 13. I said, Mom, I lost the snake. She said, you know, what? And, you know, loses her, her mind, and she's getting ready to call my dad. She goes to call my dad, and there it is. The snake is wrapped around the foam cord. Now, those of you that are listening to this that don't know what a phone cord is, that's a phone you used to have at your house. And the, co- the phone was actually connected to the dialer wrapped around it like something out of a sun and so she screams bloody murder and and comes in this is like 55 times worse than that so my favorite quote um my two favorite quotes is is one is this guy says it's unusual for snakes to sneak through light fitting which is awesome 
And um, the other quote was that um, says, people are generally quite terrified of them, but own snakes have my own life and not too phased by it. Uh, and it goes on to talk about the fact that the, the kids are kind of scared about it. And I'm like, no kidding. It says, un- unsurprisingly, he said the children were scared by the accident. You think? You go to brush your teeth. You kind of just do it. You know, I don't know about you guys. I walk around my bathroom, kind of just shuffling around as I'm brushing my teeth back and forth. Just kind of be bopping around. All of a sudden you look up and you see a freaking six-foot snake dangling out of the light. Yeah, that's going to cause some damage. I'm pretty sure my my kids would never go in the bathroom again. I might not ever go in the bathroom. I've watched movies of things coming up in the toilet where people were using it. And there are days where I sit in the toilet and I think to myself, I don't want to be in the toilet. What was that noise? Um, so this, uh, this snake in, I believe it was Australia. These things always happen in Australia. Can you just imagine? I just have this thought of like the dad running in and all of a sudden he's going, Crikey, look at that snake right there. That snake is the most deadly snake in the world. That's all I can think of is, you know, Steve Irwin come kicking the door down and the snake coming down and the guy just screaming out. These types of things always seem to happen in Australia. They got bugs the size of your hands. They got crabs the size of dogs. Uh, and apparently they have snakes coming out of the freaking light fixtures. Uh, so this was kind of, you know, something I saw just really caught my attention because if my kids are brushing their teeth and a python just started coming to the ceiling, I think one of them would lose his mind and the other one would probably try to catch it. Uh, so those are the three headlines we've got this week. Uh, right after the break, we're going to get into some observations. So we'll be right back. Hey, quick shameless plug. Do you like baseball? Do you like golf? Do you like helping out local kids? Then why don't you help out in the 15th annual Arthur A. Belzotti Golf Tournament? This is Team Cape Cod's only fundraiser. Team Cape Cod, who just ended up number two in the country for 16 to 18 year old Babe Ruth teams. Uh, run by a fantastic guy, Dan Proto, runs an unbelievable program, top notch kids. Uh, this program, this fundraiser helps that program defer a little bit of the travel cost during the real season as well as equipment, things like that. All the money goes straight directly to the team, local organization, bunch of kids that are working hard, helps young men become men, uh, really allows them an opportunity to, to learn about things other than baseball. Uh, anyone that's been involved in sports knows that that's how a team works. You really start to develop this stuff. And these kids have these memories that they will never, ever forget. So again, uh, the 15th annual Arthur A. Belzotti Golf Tournament. We're looking for golfers. We're looking for tea sponsorships, raffle prizes. Check us out online. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, you can find us at the 15th annual Arthur A. Belzotti Golf Tournament. Thank you. Thanks for sticking with us through the break. So uh, this next section is our observation section. Uh, If you haven't listened to it by now, this is just sort of daily observations, weekly observations, things we see. So uh, the first thing I want to bring up is crazy-ass vegans. And I have vegan friends, and I have no problem with with vegan lifestyle. I think it's perfectly fine and everything else. But you know something? Leave me the hell alone. Leave me alone. Why is it that if I eat meat – a, I'm going to die. I'm killing animals. I'm doing all of these things. I understand where the meat comes from. Okay. No, I am not going out in my backyard, dragging a cow out there and slaughtering it. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. I'm not a hunter. I'm not a gatherer. It's just not the way I roll. Okay. But I don't understand. The vegans have become like the new Jehovah's Witnesses. 
They want to come to your house. They want to attack you. They want to throw things at you. Everybody needs to calm the hell down, okay? All of a sudden, every group that's got a group, that's got a magazine, that's got a website, wants to attack you and tell you how crappy it is that your life is. Well, my life's perfectly fine. I eat a lot of vegetables. I like vegetables, okay? I understand that you believe that if, you know, I can take the meat out of my life and be perfectly fine. You know something? I probably could be. I don't eat that much meat as it is. I understand that turkey and all this other things, and I have to go through the whole vegan library, but no, it's not going to happen. So I don't understand. What I don't get is I kind of lump this whole group into there. I, I don't understand why you have to bother people about it. Are you not happy with, with what you're doing? If you like your lifestyle, keep it to your freaking self. Leave me alone, okay? All right. I don't want to hear about the things I'm doing wrong or you think I'm doing wrong. Because you know what I think you're doing? I don't think you're eating meat. You know what your body's missing? Meat. It wants meat. That's what it wants. Centuries after centuries after centuries, we have slaughtered and killed animals and eaten it for protein and strength. If you're sitting there at a table and you accidentally have a broth that has chicken in it and your body rejects it, that's a problem. Your body has a problem, okay? But I don't care. I'm not going to attack you about being a vegan, about what you eat, okay? It's your lifestyle. Keep it. It's fine for you. It's awesome for you. Just leave me the hell alone. Stop bothering people about their lifestyles, okay? Everybody can have their lifestyle and everybody else can survive. And just because you're a vegan and I'm not doesn't mean I'm going to die tomorrow or I'm a terrible person or I'm going to hell, okay? Do you understand? All right, and that goes for everything else that's going on in the world right now. We're allowed, listen to me very carefully, people. You are allowed to have a different opinion than somebody. You're allowed to have a different opinion than somebody. That's okay. If somebody has a different opinion, then if I'm sitting there and I have a different opinion than five people sitting next to me, that does not make me a terrible person. I am not killing babies. Okay? So if somebody has a different opinion than you, you can can agree to disagree. It's okay. Even if the person who disagrees with you has no facts whatsoever. You can say to them, listen, Jimmy, you're basing your opinion on no facts whatsoever. And they could say, no, I'm not. You could still be friends. You could still marry that person if you wanted to. You could still be family members. You do not have to kick people out of your lives for opinions that they have. Stop it, you children. Okay? This is what people want from us. They want to divide us in every aspect that they can. And you're letting it happen, you sheep. Okay? I have plenty of friends that have way different opinions than I do. And I love them for it. And that's fine. And we should be able to, as adults, sit down and have a goddamn conversation of different opinions without turning around and going, you're stupid. No, you're stupid. Well, you're stupider. You sound like jackasses, you morons. This is what they want. This is what the left wants and the right wants and the center and this, that, the other thing. Cut it out. Okay? Cut it out. Be an adult. Have an adult conversation with somebody and say, you know something? I disagree with you. Okay? I think your opinion isn't correct in terms of what I believe. Okay? But that's okay. Let's go get a beer and let's talk about it. Not, I'm never talking to you again. You're not going to see your grandchildren again. You're not going to see your aunt again. You're not going to see your uncle again. I quit this job. Bullshit. All of it. Cut it out. 
act like adults, have an adult conversation. That's the problem. That's what's happening around us. Okay? All these groups. Name it. Name your group. Pick a group. Find a magazine. Pick a group. Okay? They want to tell you what you're doing wrong. Shut up and keep it to yourselves. Okay? We're all doing perfectly fine. Everybody gets to have their own decision. That's why we are where we are. That's why we are, we're human. Okay? And so if for some reason you have a disagreement with somebody, political, food, animal, color scheme, I don't know what the hell it is. Calm the hell down. Have a conversation with somebody. And if you disagree with them, you disagree with them. That's okay. What do you want? Somebody sitting around and he goes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yep. Yep. You're right. You're right. Absolutely. You're right. Nobody wants that. That's freaking boring. That's boring. But I'm telling you right now, I'm walking around, I'm listening to people, and it's unbelievable. I, I know people that are cutting people out of their lives because of their different beliefs. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? It, it, don't give me this excuse that it's about morals. I can't be with somebody that's morally different. That's not, that's, not, that's not how it is. Okay? Everybody gets to have different opinions. Everybody gets their right. Okay? Just like they say, opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. Okay? And just because someone has a, what you think is a stupid opinion, it doesn't make them a stupid person. You know? Have a conversation. Maybe try to think about turning them around. Try to think of give them your facts. But it's okay if they just don't want to hear it, if they just disagree. Move on to the next conversation. You really want to lose friendships over that? Really? Is that what you want to do? And everyone says, well, I don't want to lose friendships over that, but I want to lose friendships over morals. And my friend really thinks that that's okay to do. That's not what your friend's saying. Your friend is looking at the, the decision of making a, making a decision based on something else. Relax. Okay? Relax, people. Um, the next observation comes from just being around uh, and, and do this. Walk around. Go around. Go to like a store and like talk to somebody or order something. Do you Have you seen how many people hate their lives right now? I mean, really? Have you gone to like, like a Burger King and gone to the cash register and talked to somebody and, and gotten the most miserable SOB at the counter? Listen, that's not the best job in the world, but it's certainly not the worst job in the world. And if you don't like your situation, then change it. Change your situation. And I get all this, well, you know, people, this is the problem. You know how everyone sat there and told you that the decisions you make in high school are going to affect the rest of your life? Guess what? They're going to affect the rest of your life. So if you don't want, if you want to have a better situation for yourself, you need to think about that situation from the beginning. Okay? Think about it from the beginning. All right? But I have run into so many people that have been so freaking miserable that they hate their lives. I remember what my dad used to always say to me, if you don't like your situation, change it. Okay? Otherwise, as I tell my high school students, if you're lucky, you work 40 hours a week. All right? That's the minimum. Most of us work more than that now. But if you work 40 hours a week, to be at a job that you hate, 40 hours a week is a long, long, long time to be miserable. Okay, so make the right decisions early. Figure things out. Decide what you want to do. Okay, not everyone's going to go and have their job that makes them happy. That's not that's not how it goes. Okay, but you don't want to get stuck in a situation that makes you miserable. Okay, I'm I'm walking around and every place I go, I seem to be running into people who hate. 
their situation, who hate their life. It's like, oh my God, it could be so much worse. It could be so much worse. All right. And so, you know, change it, make yourself better. All right. Or find a way to have fun with it. I used to work at Burger King. I worked at Burger King for 10 years. We used to do the most ridiculous, stupid things. You have to make fun of it. You have to have fun with it. All right. It's life's way too short. All right. Chris Rock, great comedian, said, people always say life is short. No, it's not. If you make the wrong decisions, life is long. And he's right. Life is really long if you make the wrong decisions. So this observation I simply quoted was, you know, you're, you hate your life. There are far too many people that hate their lives out there. Far too many people. Smile. Okay. It's not that bad. It feels that bad. It's not that bad. Take a pill. Okay. Relax. Enjoy yourself. If you don't like what you're doing, change your job. And certainly, if you're working that job and you're in front of that counter, smile, have a good time with it. 40 hours is a long, long time to be miserable. In the next section, we'll go over the man on his own award. We'll be back after this. Welcome back. We've come to that part of the show, the man on his own award. This week's man on his own award winner is once again a man. I picked him in. I'll see why in a second. His name is Colin Dower. And Colin was in the mountains out in the UK, backwoods of British Columbia. And the article, the headline says, man fights off grizzly bear by stabbing it in neck with pocket knife as it savaged him. I mean, I really could just stop the story there. That's why he's the man on his own. Um, There's a couple of really funny aspects of the story, believe it or not. So this guy was out in the backwoods on a trail that was named after his grandfather. So obviously he he knows this area pretty well. Ended up stabbing it with a two-inch pocket knife. Um, but it says that he, he, he was walking down and all of a sudden he saw this huge grizzly at about 30 meters away, uh, which I, I don't know what meters is. I think it's three, about three feet, about 90 feet, give or take. And he had hoped the bear would avoid confrontation and pass him by. Now, if I am about 90 feet from a bear, I am not crossing my fingers, hoping that said bear decides that doesn't look like a good meal. Okay, I'm like five to eight pounds overweight. That bear is going to chew on me. I am going to run in any direction I can away from the bear. This guy was hoping the bear would go by. So it gets funnier because the bear comes up to him, okay, and grabs him by the stomach with his in his in his claws. And this guy is talking to the bear. He says, "I'm trying. I tried to talk it down, telling it, I know this is your territory. I'm just passing through. We don't have to do this." I hope he's joking about that, <laughs> but I just picture this guy being carried by a bear as he's talking to it and, and brushing it, you know, slowly brushing his hair because, you know, he doesn't want to really make the bear that much more angrier. So as this guy is getting swung around by this thing by the stomach, he take he reaches underneath, grabs the knife, jabs it into the thing's neck, and the thing just starts bleeding everywhere, ends up wrapping himself up in part of his shirt, walking three miles and getting himself help. Uh, so Mr. Dowler is the man on his own this week because he took a two-inch pocket knife after he tried to talk down a bear for being angry and jammed it into this thing's neck and somehow managed to save himself. Uh, even though apparently the bear didn't, you know, him calmly talking to the bear, that didn't work. So the vegans in the, in the audience can understand he really did try. He tried. What can I say? Uh, you know, but until when it came down to it, pocket knife was the only way to go. So 
Uh, Colin Dollar, you are this week's man on the on his own. So that's the show for this week. A uh, quick one this week. I wanted to give a shout out to the 18 or 20 of you at this point that listened to the last episode. I do really appreciate it. I hope it's getting better. I hope it's getting funnier. Kind of finding my way with this thing, trying to figure out exactly where I want to go with it, how I want to level it out, uh, and the story, kind of the types of stories I want to go and the and sort of way I want to comment on it. Um, if, again, if you have a story uh, or somebody that you think would be great for the Man on His Own Award, uh, shoot it to me over in, at the Man on His Own in Twitter. Um, and you can check out all the stories. I'm going to post those up there as well. Again, it's at Man on His Own. So you can see the full stories and kind of the images of like the Amazon robot and the guy who stabbed the bear. And even if you really want to read that full story about Olivia Jade, which I don't think anyone in their right mind wants to read. Um, but that's about it for this week. So we'll see you until then next week. Thank you.